What's up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Smoke World. I'm your host, Stone, so go grab that stick, go grab a glass or whatever you're drinking. Let's sit back and have a conversation. You can follow me on Instagram at SmokeWorld50. Send those emails into SmokeWorld50 at gmail.com. And folks, don't forget to subscribe. No matter what platform you're listening to me on, hit that subscribe button. What's going on, people? It's been a rough, long week. We do have some good news. We got some new cigar lounges in the area that has opened up. Much love to them. Cigar Sessions in Middletown, Delaware, located at 17 Wood Street. That's in Middletown, Delaware. Uh, we're going to shout out a few other lounges that we like to frequent. Spartan Lounge, which is in Elkton, Maryland. Tobacco Field, which is in Newcastle. We also have E-Square and Sakar. Check those lounges out, people. So what's going on? Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. What is going on? So last week I had the pleasure of meeting Desiree, uh, the owner of Drunken Chicken Cigars, a minority-owned company, excellent cigar. Uh, so, folks, if you're not familiar with the Drunken Chicken Cigar, uh, definitely check that out. You can go to DrunkenChickenCigars.com. Uh, we will actually be participating in a giveaway uh, sponsored by Drunken Chicken Cigars. Uh, so we look forward to doing that. So we're going to come up with an idea. And uh, if you have any ideas, you can always email me at the uh, smokeworld50 at gmail.com. So we're going to just move right along. So, folks, what have you been smoking? What have you been drinking? We're watching the news. we got an election coming up, so folks, don't forget to vote, which is a very, very important factor, no matter which side you're going to go with, but just ensure that you cast your vote. So uh, my latest cigar, my go-to now is uh, the Stolen Throne. For whatever reason, for the last few weeks, I've been really going with the Stolen Throne cigar. Now, what I'm going to do is actually get you that profile. But, hey, you got smartphones. Do your research. Stolen Throne Cigars. Uh, small company, from my understanding, out of Virginia. Uh, some young guys who actually just so happened to come out at the right time with the right product. Much love to those guys. They're doing things, and uh, it's an excellent cigar. So if you haven't had that, Stolen Throne Cigar, go check that out. It's a lovely, lovely, lovely thing. So what else do we have going on here out in these streets in this lovely world of ours? We've been talking about the pandemic for the last few months, pretty much since I started the podcast. Kind of the reason why I even started the podcast, because I had some more time to sit back and actually make this happen. But nonetheless, folks, you just got to, you know, use caution, you know, wear your mask, wash your hands, you know, social distance, all the things that you hear on a daily basis, because otherwise it looks like if we don't do that, we will be going into a, uh, what they call the surge, a second, second surge. We, we, we don't want that, folks. We do not want to be locked down again. We're just getting back into uh, the places that we enjoy, uh, cigar lounges, your local shops. You know, we were all ordering online for probably a few months because everything was 
closed, shut down, on lockdown. So with that being said, folks, let's use caution, be smart about this so we don't have to go into uh, that second spike that they're all kind of predicting either way. Yo, special shout out to my main man, Lee Mac 912 Lee Mac has a YouTube channel uh, where he does uh, cigar reviews. He gets down, he breaks it down to you. So go check Lee Mac out on uh, on YouTube. Just do a search of Lee Mac 912 and you shall see the brother's face. Cool brother with 25 jobs. We ain't mad at him. Lee Mac. Good morning, family. Today's going to be another great day. That is his saying. Today will be another great day. Brother Lee Mack, I agree with you. No matter what it looks like, no matter what you're going through, this too shall pass. You know, a saying came to me uh, some years ago when I was taking a shower. I guess I'm one of those kind of guys or girls or whoever you may be, but I'm a guy. Yeah, that's correct. With the bass in my voice. Can you hear the bass? Yeah. Testosterone. So I was actually taking a shower. This was some time ago, a few years ago. Um, and a saying came to me while I was in the shower. And I will share that saying with you today. You're going to be blessed with this saying. So you may post it. You may tag it. You may text it. The saying was, don't let today's emotions destroy tomorrow's dreams. I will repeat that. Don't let today's emotions destroy tomorrow's dreams. And when that came to me, I was thinking like, huh, what? What are you talking about? You know, I thought about it a little bit more, but, you know, we are emotional creatures. And, you know, God gave us emotions to enjoy life, but not to make those decisions that would affect your life. So no matter what type of relationship you're in, whether it be business personal, romantic, you know, be careful with utilizing emotional decisions to guide those paths because that can put you in the wrong destiny. So it didn't cost you anything to get that tidbit information. You didn't have to buy my CD or my DVD. You didn't have to subscribe to me on YouTube or pay $9.99 a month for me to give you some speech. This was free right here on Smoke World. All right, let's start talking about some cigars, cigar lounges. What's going on in your lounge? What are you doing in your lounge? Who does not fit in your lounge? Who's the eyeball person? Who's the pain in the butt? Who's the guy who's licking cigars before they cut them? You know, we all have that person. You know, I I don't know if I just have the wrong job, but I I just can't, uh, I guess I can't say I can't see myself, but Maybe I just can't afford to buy, you know, some of these cigars, $15, $20 sticks. I kind of work every day. And, you know, I don't have that job where, you know, it pays me like big money where I can buy a box of like $20 sticks. That's just me. That's just me. I don't know about you. There's plenty of these cigars I had that's in the price point of the working man, $5 up to $10. That's a great stick. So no, you know, no disrespect to those companies that make cigars. That's fifteen dollars and up. That is just not my lane. So let me tell you about what's been going on in some of the cigar lounges I've been going to. Uh, 
it's important that any type of lounge have the proper ventilation. Um, that's one thing that is key when we're smoking. We don't want our eyes to be burning. We smoke cigars and we talk about our eyes are burning. Then there's probably a problem. There's something that needs to be addressed. So if you're at one of those lounges and your eyes are burning and you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, I'm a cigar smoker and the smoke is bothering me. Then you need to start talking to some of these folks and let them know, hey, handle the business. Fix the system. So a few lounges been having that issue. But nonetheless, I know they're going to take care of it and uh, do what they do. Uh, some other lounges are doing pretty good in that arena. So if you're doing good, keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. Um, like I said earlier, I was smoking the Stolen Throne now for the last uh, probably a month or so. It's like my go-to. And normally I don't have a go-to. But lately the uh, Stolen Throne has been rocking and rocking. Oh, you know, I'm thinking too, well, just the other day, uh, actually on Friday, the 16th of October, um, shout out to CAO, General Cigars, Ricky Rodriguez, my main man, Rami, the best rep there is in cigar business. Um, got to see their face, hang out with them for a quick, eh, about an hour or so, get to smoke a stick, just get caught up on some stuff. So, folks, if you're interested in these folks coming to your lounge, those folks being those cigar reps, those cigar ambassadors, we must go back to what we know. Wear your mask, wash your hands, and social distance because if these numbers on this coronavirus starts to go up anymore and we get a second wave, guess what happens? I hear you got me on lockdown. And guess what? You won't have the master key for that. So keep that in mind, people, that if you're not handling your business now, the business will handle you. That's just how the story goes. I don't make it. I don't create it. I just live it. So those key points are a factor. Now, let's get into what we're drinking without cigars. Are you a scotch guy? Well, let me stop using the word guy because it's not like only guys listen to the podcast. So, ladies, I do apologize. Are you a scotch person, a whiskey person, a bourbon, vodka, gin? Or maybe you're a beer type of person. Me, personally... You know, beers and acquired tastes and beer and cigars. You know, some cats really swear by that, but that's just not my flavor profile. I would prefer me a nice scotch, bourbon, whiskey, you know, even gin, which is sometimes called old people drink. Now, hold, hold on, hold on. Now, I don't know what age old is, so you take that for what it's worth. But, you know, gin. That's and I do enjoy gin, but that is an acquired taste also. But uh, you know, somebody else told me, "Hey man, that's old people drink." Yeah, mind your business, mind your business. You drink what you drink, I drink what I drink. So there's no right or wrong here. There is no right or wrong. It's whatever you like to do, whatever you like to drink. It is what it is. Here's another podcast. I'm just ramming along, talking to you. You're listening to me. You're sitting in the bed, put your headphones on. You're, long, you're mowing the grass. Well, you can't be mowing the grass because you can't really hear when you got the mower going in your ear. So I guess you're not mowing the grass listening to this podcast. Or maybe you're driving to work or driving maybe from work. Or maybe you're looking for work. Whatever the case may be, listen, I appreciate it. Good looking out. And don't forget to subscribe. That's something I have not been really pushing. Hit the subscribe button, folks. 
whatever platform you may be listening to this podcast on, do not forget to subscribe to that. That is a beautiful thing. I would appreciate it. This way it allows me and those who will be sponsoring will give them an idea of exactly who's listening. But I can tell you, I've been now spread about the world. I'm in the Philippines, Singapore, Russia, Germany, France, Australia, the Netherlands, United Kingdom, Senegal, Ireland. So shout out to those folks who's been listening. I appreciate it. Much respect. Now, I do want some feedback, guys. You need to send those emails just to give me some feedback on what type of episodes that you're looking to hear. What is it that makes you even listen to a podcast? Because to be honest with you, before I started the podcast, I don't know if I really listened to the podcast or any podcast, to tell you the truth, because uh, I, I don't know. So what really makes a person listen? Obviously, it has to be something they're interested in. And we know there are a lot of cigar smokers. We have a lot of whiskey, scotch, bourbon. So there are all type of podcasts out there. It's probably millions of podcasts, but you chose to listen to this one. And guess what? Appreciate that. Appreciate it. But now let's really have a real conversation. You send those emails to me and tell me exactly what it is that you would like to hear on these episodes. This is really the reason why I started the podcast uh, I wish I could start it many years ago when I was kind of flying around the world. I would meet so many interesting people and they would tell a story. And it had been a way back then to uh, capture that story. Oh, man, I'd be rich and famous by now because I really met some interesting people, uh, did some interesting work. And that would have been really an exciting story to tell, which I can tell. But, you know, it's not quite the same as if the person who lived it told you that story. Speaking of stories, I do have some stories. You know, growing up, uh, we grew up, eh, I wouldn't say poor. Um, I was the house that had the roaches in the cereal box. Yeah, nah, that's just not a movie. Not just a rap song. Some people actually had roaches in their cereal box. Now, let me tell you how that's kind of came to fruition. You know, grew up with uh, four sisters, one younger. So me and my younger sister, she's two years younger than me. Won't disclose my age because it's none of your business. I do sound like a professor. I listened to this before. I had like a sleepy voice this week. Like the professor puts you to sleep. Like monotone, like, yes, sit down, young man. But anyway, let's get back to the story. Back to the roaches in the cereal box. Yeah, so, you know, on Saturdays, we used to watch the cartoons. You know, that was the day, you know, the day that you was all excited about. You had no school. And if we was going to have some cereal and milk on Saturday, it was like Christmas. Like, yo, we can't go to sleep. Yeah, off of cereal and milk. That's gangster. We was, so, we was that excited that we was going to have cereal and milk for Saturday and watch cartoons. We was We was living the dream. So, you know, weeks, months, who knows? Don't recall. Don't really remember. But for whatever reason, one Saturday, you know, we're getting our cereal milk. I decided not only just to pull me a bowl of cereal, but something 
told me to pull the bag out. Now, I don't know what that something is. Intuition, spiritual, roaches. Maybe the roaches was talking to me. They probably was like, yo, dog, we in here. What you disturbing us for, yo? So whatever reason, I took and pulled the bag out the box. And I didn't see anything at first. But then I looked a little bit closer. And down at the bottom of the bag was a bunch of roaches chilling all up in the sugar mix. You know how the sugar drops to the bottom of the bag. You know what I'm talking about. The sugar at the bottom of the cereal bag. Dumb roaches was in there like, yo, what's up? I'm like, oh, damn. There's a bunch of roaches in this joint. But, yo, between me and you, I was still ready to eat that cereal. I know, I know, I know. Y'all think this joker is nasty. But, yo, I was hungry. I was hungry. But I don't think I ate it that day. I don't think so, folks. I don't really remember. But I was, I can remember thinking about eating that cereal. Even with the cereal, the roaches in the bag, they down there chilling, snacking on the sugar, looking at me all mad. I'm looking at them all mad. I'm like, damn. What we gonna do? It's messing our Saturday up with the cartoons. I got Kung Fu to watch at 12 o'clock. So, roaches in the cereal box. So I'm trying to think, how do we move forward once we discovered that we had the roaches in the cereal box? Like if we got another box of cereal, how will we protect that box from the roaches? I'm trying to think, how do we do that? You know, y'all gotta forgive me because I'm going back many years. Um... Well, maybe we just, you know, because kids, you know, if you got kids, you know, they don't never really close the bag properly on the cereal bag. You know, they pour the cereal and they just kind of leave it like that and put it, you know, put put the top on and halfway close the top. But now maybe as I talk to you guys, I kind of know now why subliminally that I really tie that bag up really good. I pour my cereal and roll that bag up pretty tight. And that's how I know if somebody's been eating my cereal, now that, knock on wood, thank God, ain't the roaches in it now, but if somebody's been digging in my cereal because I know I keep my bag a certain way. Yeah. So look, folks, if you're living in that environment, we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray that you get out of that environment, but check your cereal bag. Because there may be some roaches at the bottom of your cereal bag snacking on that sugar just like that. You know, another crazy thing where I used to live at, you know, people got finished basements now. And I didn't know nothing about a finished basement. If you don't know what a finished basement is, that's basically a place where you basically can come down and say, wow, I can live down here. Like, wow, this is nice. I knew nothing about that. Not at all. Our basement was a two-person operation. And I'll explain that. If you was going to go to the basement, you always wanted to bring another person with you. You didn't go down there by yourself. So it was always like my sister, hey, walk me down the basement. And that's where the washing machine and dryer was at. And where we lived at, the houses was sinking. So what does that mean? that the basement was stinky, smelled like rotten eggs, and the wash machine really had a lean like a gangster. 
like a pimp hat. The wash machine really leaned. It worked. I don't know what it did on spin because we was never around when it did the spin cycle because we put the clothes in and we ran out of there. Come back an hour later, hopefully the clothes was dry, enough to throw them in the dryer, and we went out of there again. So I'm telling you this because there's an interesting story about the basement. So, you know, call my sis. Yo, we got to go down to the basement and get our clothes for school. So we go down to the basement, you know, and you always had like a one or little two things that you ain't want to put in the dryer because, you know, again, if you had the roaches in the cereal box, you wasn't really living like, you living dangerously. So you was kind of, you know, you only had maybe three pair of pants and four shirts and one nice one that you thought was nice. So that's the one you would kind of hang up, put on a chair, clothesline, whatever makeshift thing you had in your basement at that point in time. But mine was sitting on a chair. And this was a polo shirt. I remember this joint. It was a collared polo shirt with stripes. And, you know, I thought that was the joint back then. But that's the only shirt I really had that was like a dressy shirt I could actually wear not going to church. Let me get to the point. So we down there, you know, maybe a day or so later, picking up clothes, me and my sis. And I got the shirt. It was drying on a chair. So I'm like, all right, grab my stuff. So I go to grab my shirt off the chair. As I grab my shirt off the chair, there was a giant sized rat that jumped up with the shirt. That's correct, a rat. Not a mouse, but a rat. And you talking about boogieing out of there, me and my sister was like, ah! We ran up the steps like the Three Stooges. We both tried to go through the door like three times at the same time. We couldn't do that. We screaming for my mom, mommy, ah! There's a rat down in the basement. You know, my mom's like, what is going on down there? What y'all making all that noise for? There's a rat down there. And of course, I'm not going back down in the basement right now. Well, I have no intentions on going later. But nonetheless, I don't know if a week or I don't know how long it was before I went down in the basement again, probably with maybe like six people this time. The rat was dead. He was a big boy. So, he was chilling in my shirt, just chilling when I went to go pick the shirt. So he was a sickly rat, obviously, but I didn't know that at the time. All I know was a big rat jumped up in our face, and we got out of there. So the rat story. Let's go back to the shirt. Different story. Yeah, you know, you're probably thinking, yeah, this guy lived kind of gangster. No, I'm blessed right now. You know, I thank God. So sometimes you got to look and see how far God has brung you in life. Sometimes you don't think you got nothing, but sometimes you has got to turn around and see how far he brung you. You know, putting on a shirt one day, boom, it was like a magic trick. I put my shirt on, it's a long sleeve shirt. I stick my arm in my sleeve, you know, you know, like you put a shirt on. Left hand goes in, boop, right arm, boop. So put the right arm in and comes out, it's a cockroach in my hand. Like a magic trick. Bam. Like, whoa, where did this joker come from? So, yeah, I got a story for days like that. You know, like I said, my mom, you know, dad, they did what they could do. You know, we live in those conditions. And it seemed like your mom can always come home because you're always hungry. Mom, we hungry. Ain't nothing here to eat. And she could find whatever she found in there to cook something, make something happen, and boom, you had a meal. So, you know. I'm not the only person. There's many people who live this life. Shout out to y'all. 
You know what I mean? We can tell a story. That's our testimony. But yeah, them roaches was gangster growing up, man. You turn the lights on, you know, turn the lights on, you stomping for like five minutes, and that's no exaggeration. Five minutes of stomping roaches. And I don't know why the roaches like the dark. Hey, maybe I need to do some research on that. Maybe we'll do an episode on roaches. <laughs> and not the kind you smoke. Folks like, yeah, don't be doing no damn episode, no damn stinking roaches. Who want to talk about roaches? Yo, listen, if you had some roaches and you doing all right right now, yo, you know what it is. It's for those people who can't understand, who had never had these roaches looking and listening like, why is he even talking about roaches on the podcast? I thought this was Smoke World. Yeah, well, Smoke World had to go through a whole lot of smoke to get to this world. Just letting you know. Roaches for days, living in the clocks, living in the TVs. That's what they did. The mice is running around the house. All that. You know, when the street light came on, you had to be home, but nobody really did that. They told you to do that. You know, you had the strict moms and dads, and you knew who those kids was. Yo, man, where you going? I'm going to go in the house. Go in the house? We're just getting started. Yeah, well, well, you know what it is. All right, go ahead, man. We'll see you tomorrow. Nowadays, kids don't even want to go outside. It's punishment. It was punishment for us to stay in the house. Now, kids, go outside. Huh? Huh? They playing on the computer, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all this other kind of crazy nonsense. Exactly what is TikTok? That's how you know you're old. That's how you know when you're old when you ask, yo, what is TikTok? They just got a whole bunch of videos of people doing crazy stuff. Really? And these people got like 15 million views. Huh? Doing tumble sauces and eating bacon, raw bacon and all. What, what, what's, what's, what's going on right now? TikTok. If you're asking the question, what is TikTok? You're old. I'm just going to keep it real. You might be that same person drinking gin. You're old. TikTok. I don't know what that is. I don't know. I, I mean, I know, but I don't. Uh, I mean, and these kids, for hours, that's their entertainment. Video game. We all play video games, but our video games back in the day wasn't nothing like video games that they got now. Had the Atari little beep. Beep. Boy, he was hot though. Yo, look at this man. Damn. He got a Tory in his house. We going over his house. And the person, you ever think about that? Let's think about that. The kid who could get the Atari, they parents ain't never wait when nobody coming in their house. You think about that. The kids who could get the Atari game always had the parents that really didn't want you to come in their house. Like, oh, these kids ain't coming in here. No, no, no. No, not today. Not today. Uh-uh. Got homework to do. Just, that's just how it was. He couldn't really have company. So you go out there and ride that bike that you put together. You know, then you had some of the kids who had the nice bikes. That's probably the same kid who had the Atari. Because the rest of us were riding around bikes that we had to put together. It might have took us like a month or two just to get every piece we need. Get a frame. Find some wheels. Get your coat hanger so you can get your brakes right. Wrap it around the frame. If you're lucky, you found some spray paint. Spray paint it. And you was rolling. And we would ride our bikes for like for miles. You know, we were young. We walked to school. Nobody worried about us. We walked to school for miles. Come home. Nowadays, I guess you get locked up. You leave the kid in the house or let them come in the house by themselves. What happened to us, folks? 
I'm on a tangent right now. This is why they make cigars, though. So it all kind of encompasses each other here with this whole story. So you think about all the things that you did as a kid if you're old enough, and you really get to appreciate, wow, this is why they make cigars. So sit back, reflect, reflect and relax, and get your head right. Because life, and, and that's another thing, life is not what it always appears to be. And tomorrow is not promised to nobody. So enjoy the moment, people. Listen, I was freestyling. I'm apologize to those who were laying in the bed who fell asleep on me because my voice was getting all like a professor and you was in class and those who were driving to work saying, finally, you finally made it to work. Stone's tripping. He's bugging. I don't know what he's talking about. He's losing it. And that may be all. That may be true. That may be true. But you're still listening to Smoke World. And that's real love, folks. So listen, don't forget. Instagram, smokeworld50. And don't forget to send the emails to smokeworld50 at gmail.com. And a real special shout out again to the Drunken Chicken Cigars because they're going to be sponsoring. You're going to be getting some drunken cigars. And cigars not going to make you drunk, but they call it Drunken Chicken Cigars. I'm going to have her on as a guest soon, and she's going to be able to explain to you why they named that cigar the Drunken Chicken Cigar. Don't ask me. I just work here. So, folks, appreciate you. I will check you out on the other side. Stay blessed. Peace. Peace.